Hi everyone, and welcome to the Muni360 Weekly Wrap-Up from New York Life Investments. I'm Sonny Gill, a taxable municipal bond trader with Mackay Municipal Managers, coming to you from our trading desk in Los Angeles. In a municipal market that is highly complex, from public policy to market technicals, we're excited to bring you another podcast focusing on current municipal themes and strategies for clients to consider. The first week of May was a relatively modest week in terms of issuance, with about 5.7 billion pricing during the week, 1 billion of which was taxable. Week over week, that's a 60% decline in issuance. Last week, Alex brought up lower supply expectations as one of the many technical strengths for munis as we approach summer. The first week of May quickly asserted those expectations. However, fund outflows prevented any feelings of market jubilance. This forced selling is stretching municipal yields to break away from many firmly held historical relationships. In light of this volatility, I wanted to take a few minutes to discuss some of the approaches we are using to evaluate municipal bonds. We'll start with muni treasury ratios. These are some of the most important metrics used to evaluate municipal bonds. These ratios compare yields offered on very high credit quality bonds in the muni market to the U.S. Treasury yield curve. Given the very similar credit quality, the ratio is a great proxy to gauge the value of tax exemption. Historically, these ratios tend to be well inside of 100%. This is because municipal bond yields are normally lower than comparable maturity treasury yields because they're tax exempt. That hasn't been the case in recent weeks. As of May 11th, 10-year ratio closed at 99% and the 30-year ratio closed at 106%. That means an investor can get nearly the same yield on a 10-year municipal bond and a 10-year treasury bond, despite the 10-year municipal bond being tax-exempt. And in the case of the 30-year bond, investors are actually compensated with a potential higher yield when they opt for the tax-exempt municipal bond over the 30-year U.S. Treasury. Now, how am I making use of this information? Market dislocations like these provide favorable entry points for relative performance to treasury bonds. For long-term investments, one could get potential tax-exempt income at the same yield as taxable income without sacrificing credit quality. For a tactical allocation, I'd look at total return potential from ratios reverting to historical averages. Let's take two generic high-grade municipal bonds with 5% coupons, one with a 10-year maturity and another with a 30-year maturity. Assuming treasury rates end the year where they are now, and both of those bonds trade toward their one-year daily historical averages, the total return for both bonds is between 6% and 8%. This range is very enticing given the high credit quality of the asset. To be conservative, one can even opt to use the two-year average instead. The two-year average ratios incorporate much of the weakness experienced in early 2020. This conservative approach points to a total return potential range between 4% and 6%. In my day-to-day, I need to make sure any investment I'm considering can at least match the higher yield and strong relative return prospects of tax-exempt munis. Another approach is to look at the corporate market. One way to do so is to look at tax-exempt gas supply project municipal bonds. Many of these types of bonds have a guarantee from a bank. So the corporate debt of the bank is a very good comparison for relative value. Last week, on May 5th, a lower Alabama gas district bond with an average maturity around 2041 and a guarantee from Goldman Sachs 
traded at a 4.55% yield. On that same day, a corporate bond issued by Goldman Sachs with a 2041 maturity traded at a 4.99% yield. At an 8% income tax rate, an investor would be indifferent to the two bonds when comparing the after-tax yields. For any investor paying a tax rate higher than 8%, the after-tax yield purchasing the tax-exempt bond is higher than the corporate bonds. For this and many more reasons, I'm spending more time looking at tax-exempt municipals and thinking that others should be looking as well. I hope some of these quick tips could be useful in your approach when assessing the muni market. That concludes this episode of the Muni360 Weekly Wrap-Up Podcast with New York Life Investments. Please be sure to subscribe and look out for new episodes. We appreciate you rating the show and leaving a review so we can spread these insights to as many as possible. Thanks for listening. Municipal bond risks include the ability of the issuer to repay the obligation, the relative lack of information about certain issuers, and the possibility of future tax and legislative changes, which could affect the market for and value of municipal securities. Investing in below-investment grade securities may carry a greater risk of non-payment of interest or principal than higher-rated securities. Bonds are subject to interest rate risk and can lose principal value when interest rates rise. Bonds are also subject to credit risk, which is the possibility that the bond issuer may fail to pay interest and principal in a timely manner. Past performance is no guarantee of future results, which will vary. All investments are subject to market risk and will fluctuate in value. An investment cannot be made in an index. Muni Treasury Ratio is calculated by comparing the yield on an index of AAA-rated municipal bonds versus the yield on the equivalent Treasury note. Bloomberg Municipal Bond Index is considered representative of the broad market for investment-grade tax-exempt bonds with a maturity of at least one year. Bloomberg Municipal High Yield Index is an unmanaged index of municipal bonds with the following characteristics. Fixed coupon rate, credit rating of BA1 or lower or non-rated using the middle rating of Moody's, S&P, and Fitch. Outstanding par value of at least $3 million and issued as part of a transaction of at least $20 million. In addition, the bonds must have a dated date after December 31st, 1990 and must be at least one year from their maturity date. Bond ratings are expressed as letters ranging from AAA, which is the highest grade, to C, junk bonds, which is the lowest grade. Different rating services use the same letter grades but use various combinations of upper and lowercase letters to differentiate themselves. To illustrate the bond ratings and their meanings, we'll use the standard and poor's format. AAA and AA equal high credit quality investment grade. AA and BBB equal medium credit quality investment grade. BBB, B, C, C, and C equal low credit quality non-investment grade, or junk bonds. D equals bonds in default for non-payment of principal and or interest. This material contains the opinions of the Mackay Municipal Managers team of Mackay Shields LLC, but not necessarily those of Mackay Shields LLC. The opinions expressed herein are subject to change without notice. This material is distributed for informational purposes only. Forecasts, estimates, and opinions contained herein should not be considered as investment advice or a recommendation of any particular security, strategy, or investment product. Information contained herein has been obtained from sources believed to be reliable but not guaranteed. Any forward-looking statements speak only as of the date they are made and Mackay Shields assumes no duty and does not undertake to update forward-looking statements. The strategies discussed are strictly for illustrative and educational purposes and are not a recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any securities or to adopt any investment strategy. There is no guarantee that any strategies discussed will be effective. 
Neither New York Life Insurance Company nor its affiliates or representatives provide tax, legal, or accounting advice. Please contact your own professionals. Mackay Municipal Managers is a team of portfolio managers in Mackay Shields. Mackay Shields is 100% owned by New York Life Investment Management Holdings, which is wholly owned by New York Life Insurance Company. Not all products and services provided by Mackay Shields may be available to all investors, limited by applicable laws and regulations in certain jurisdictions. No part of this material may be reproduced in any form or referred to in any other publication without the express written permission of Mackay Shields. New York Life Investments is both a service mark and the common trade name of certain investment advisors affiliated with New York Life Insurance Company.